and welcome to a brand new episode of the Babbleheads podcast. We are your hosts, Eric and Jesse. Eric, say hello. Hello, how are we doing? We have uh, a lot to talk about this week, and we are strictly limiting it to uh, NFL talk because there's so much that happened. So we are going to go over week one, week two, and everything in between because there is so much to talk about, and we are not going to waste one second more avoiding it let's jump in uh week one uh is pretty telling uh interesting uh shakeout for the first week of the nfl uh what uh what do you what's your takeaways from week one of the nfl yeah i mean so far i think uh it's been kind of a weird crazy year i mean you don't really know what to expect out of certain teams certain teams you thought you can expect a lot of have kind of come up short and then there's some definitely some big powerhouse teams uh, week one especially opening up on thursday with the packers and the bears was kind of a just a, a letdown of a game sort of a defensive struggle we we would say obviously the the packers taking it 10 to 3 um the bears kind of ended last season really hot and uh so i think people expected a lot out of them but they kind of their offense seems to be struggling a bit but that's probably been my biggest headline from the first week is just how crazy the games were, like uh, trying to pick and back and forth and some really good comebacks by the Eagles and the Bills. Um, the Patriots showing absolute dominance. The Ravens showing absolute dominance. And uh, probably the Chiefs showing how high-powered their offense is. So. And it was, uh, you, you know, it's, it's so interesting to see what, uh, you know what you're gonna get in the first week. You, it, it, you test the waters to see what's gonna happen, and obviously, uh, your team. We saw, you know, the the Steelers. We saw, you know, it, whether it was, uh, you know, I believe, and and you can uh, you can attest and chime in on this. Uh, it was probably partially due to uh, the Steelers' faults, but it it also showcased like the the sheer dominance of the Patriots this year as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it was a little of both. Obviously, the Patriots, um, the best way to put it is they're a well-oiled machine and they don't make a lot of mistakes. They they run a very specific offense that they run every single week. It's not flashy. Um, and, you know, it's just they, they make no mistakes. It's And then, like you said, there was just a little bit of an exploitation of uh, the Steelers' young defense. And then offensively, I just think guys out of sync. Um, yeah, so, you know, and it's really interesting, you know, when you say that they, uh, they run the same, the same gimmick every week, which they do, and it isn't flashy. It's straight to the point football. A lot of, you know, first down, first down, first down, slant route, slant route, slant route, and just getting the job done. And it, it, it's effective every single season. Yeah. I mean, that offense, they run, is perfect. Um, they have speedy guys in the slot that exploit the linebackers. Um, Brady is very smart with the ball. He doesn't hold on to it for very long. That's why guys like Julian Edelman and before, like, uh, you know, the Chris Hogan and the Wes Welkers of the world can put up numbers with them because that's what they do. He takes Edelman. He exploits over the middle. Uh, obviously too fast for a linebacker. And then they run the ball, run the ball, throw those, and then they lull you to sleep. And then, and then he goes over the top and hits – hits Josh Gordon or Philip Dorsett or something like that. So they just make not a lot of mistakes, and he doesn't get pressured because he doesn't hang on to the ball long enough to even get pressured. Exactly. Uh, it's a perfect system. Obviously, they have a lot of uh, success with it. And Brady, being at his age, you know, I know he takes good care of himself, but everyone, you know, everyone in the NFL pretty much does, but he also doesn't get touched that much. So if you're not getting hit, there's half the battle right there. So. Yeah, it's a it's a hell of a life preserver. I mean, for sure. Look at obviously we'll we'll get into some stuff that happened in week two, but if you're not getting hit, that's perfect. You know, you're not going to get injured. So and uh, so I, it's definitely safe to say that our takeaway from week one is the Patriots are just as dominant as they've ever been, and uh, there's a lot of teams that need a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, like I said, week one, uh, we're going to get on week two as well, but week one was just weird. Like, I think um, 
you know, obviously I do like a pick league. It's really hard to pick the games. We, we saw a tie in week one with the, the Lions and the Cardinals. Um, Which I hate. Uh, I mean, I know we've talked about it before. I think the uh, games ending in a tie are completely they do no they do everyone a disservice no one gets it does no favors for anyone involved yeah i don't i mean i obviously i hate ties as well i think it's it's really stupid but um they come into play obviously when it comes to playoff time and a, that team has that tie at the end of their record so nobody likes to tie i don't know if they'll ever change it but now um when we left off we had the um Antonio Brown uh, issues uh, occurring, but uh, you know since then you know there is now a, a second uh, allegation of uh, you know sexual misconduct against this guy, and he ended up he he did end up playing in this in week two for the Patriots. Um, you know what's your take on what's your take on this? Do you see him? Does he make it through the season? Uh, I don't know. I mean. There's a lot of shit coming out right now, uh, part of my French, but uh, a lot of stuff coming out. I think it's going to, at some point, if it keeps getting worse, the Patriots are not going to be able to start him. I mean, they're going to, the NFL obviously met with uh, the one accuser on Monday, um, so the NFL could hand down an exempt and, and make him so he's either suspended or on the exempt list and he can't play. So I, I don't see him playing out the whole year, but maybe. Uh, again, being a Steelers fan and him coming from the Steelers, it's crazy the 180 that this guy has taken. Not even just because I am a Steelers fan for me, but I just mean in the media altogether. He was the happy-go-lucky, like super positive, can do no wrong guy, and, and everything is completely different about him now. He just looks like a, at least in my on my end, just an arrogant, selfish uh, scum of a human being. But um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I think the NFL, it's going to come down to the NFL. Obviously, the Patriots, um, they're used to uh, exploiting women because of old Robbie Kraft uh, down there in Florida <laughs> catching, catching rub and tugs. So he obviously is a fan of it himself. Um, apparently, he had no idea of it, which I'm sure is probably right. I'm, I'm sure the Raiders or the Patriots had no idea. I'm sure the Steelers had no idea, but... Um, yeah, I think it's all going to come down to what the NFL has to say. So, the Patriots obviously are going to want to start him. And I knew he was going to score a touchdown, uh, you know, this week. Uh, I, they were going to make it a point to get him a touchdown. Oh, yeah. I just knew it. So, um, It'll be interesting to see how that, that uh, all shakes out. But anybody with uh, – it just seems that anybody with uh, Antonio Brown on the roster is just uh, not looking forward to uh, making it week-to-week – you know what? What's going to come out next? It, it seems like it's never ending with Antonio Brown. Yeah, I mean, just think about everything that's come out. I mean, with just a, such a weird turn of events with his feet, and then the helmet stuff, and and now these allegations and and all this negative stuff. So, well, I, frankly, I mean, I'm obviously tired of hearing about him, but uh, well, this is how the media is. They love, you know covering these and exploiting these situations so uh we'll see what happens but you know i don't think he deserves to, to necessarily play if this stuff is true but who knows but uh i guess uh, moving on to uh week two we were littered with uh nfl injuries yeah i mean obviously um big ben going down for the year having elbow surgery we have uh drew Brees out like six weeks from his, for a hand injury, you know, throwing the ball and hit Aaron Donald when he was in his throwing motion. Yep. Um, Sam Darnold out with mono, and then you know his backup goes out last night. Uh, Trevor Simeon, who's now I see is out for the entire year. <laughs> um, so the the Jets are probably the biggest steaming hot mess uh, at the moment. Either them or the Dolphins. Well, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins, uh, I mean, at this point, I think the NFL should just banish the Dolphins from the league. And, uh, uh, and have, it's sad because they have such a storied, you know, they have a, such a storied history. They had some great teams, but they've just not, 
been uh, run the greatest in the past some odd years. They haven't made the right, you know, drafting decisions or free agency decisions. Um, but I tell you what, they are loaded up now since uh, the Steelers traded for Minka Fitzpatrick last night, um, first round pick. So the the Dolphins now have three first round picks this year coming year, and they have two first round picks the next year. And then I think they have like two or three second round picks this year. So they're uh, they they're, have the opportunity to load up. To, but, uh, they got an opportunity to, to build within the next two to three years, but this season it, it does unfortunately seem like a doom season, uh, fortunately for the AFC, at least from uh, you know being a Bills fan. Well, yeah, I mean, they're done. They, they have been outscored like 113 to, you know, whatever. So. Ten. But, you know, that being said, they've also got, they've gotten rid of every player that's pretty much been somewhat legitimate with them. I mean, they got their defense now, especially with Minka leaving, um, is not the greatest. They have Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, out there. They traded for Rosen, and, and he doesn't seem to necessarily be panning out. So, But this happens to, to you know, franchises all the time. And, and like I said, with all those picks, who knows what could happen. They could draft to a... Uh, uh, this coming year, and uh, he could turn them around, and, and you know, we all know how it works. The Browns were a laughing stock, and now people think they're they're somewhat good. I guess, I guess they kind of are, but um, and that's why they had so many draft picks. And of course, they they did fumble a lot of their draft picks for a while, but now they they kind of got it right. So now, um, so Thursday, last Thursday, we had the uh, the Bucks and the Panthers, and the Panthers dropped their second game for an zero and two start. Um, to the Bucks and uh, that's just like a key game right there that shows like like what I was talking about just a weird season. It's like it's so tough to pick. I mean, the Buccaneers did not look good week one. Um, the Panthers didn't look amazing, but you kind of thought you know in uh, Carolina they were going to take care of business, and then the Buccaneers defense came out and 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 really put on a show that night, and, and Jameis did just enough to to win. But um, yeah, just a strange uh, strange first two weeks. And then, uh, what's your thoughts on the uh, 49ers, uh, obviously, handing the, the Bengals a uh, a very uh, one-sided uh, game with uh, a 41-17? to The the Niners uh, open it up with a 2-0. Yeah, I mean, obviously we know the key to the NFL or any successful football team usually goes to the quarterback. I think they have a, the quarterback that they wanted and Jimmy Garoppolo, he's obviously showing that he's got uh, the talent to get stuff done. And I think, uh, you know, it goes a, a long way when you have a quarterback that good. The, the Bengals are kind of a team in a bit of a disarray as well. They, you know, they've had some injuries and, and they're not the greatest new coach and, and uh, stuff like that. But so the 49ers are definitely surprising me. And, other, you know, the Colts are surprising me. I didn't think um, – I didn't think they were going to do anything with, uh, you know, with the Jacoby Brissett at the helm, but they took you know, down the Titans, uh, nineteen seventeen. Yeah, and that's another team. You know, the Titans. I thought their defense looked really good. I thought that game was a lock. I thought Titans had that, and and both those teams are now one and one. And I would be uh, remiss if I didn't mention your Buffalo Bills starting off two and zero, looking pretty good with the uh, Josh Allen at the helm. Um, it, it it seemed a little shaky in um, the first half of of week one where Josh Allen really didn't start that well, but you know they ended up coming back and uh, and winning that game, um, and then he had a completely uh, you know one eighty performance for the first half uh, in week two and was just uh, the the Bills defense is clicking and uh, their offense is slowly coming along and Josh Allen is looking like uh, he's going to be a promising uh, quarterback in the league. Yeah, you know what I like. I mean, he just kind of gets the job done. Obviously, like me and you discussed, they have a their, their beginning of their season is kind of a you know I wouldn't no no game in the NFL in my opinion is an easy game. It's the NFL. I don't care if a team hasn't won. I mean, you're still to the NFL. But um, they play the Bengals this week, and, and that could, that's an easily winnable game. And I know the second half of their season gets a little bit tougher, so I'm eager to see what they do there. But uh, Allen just kind of gets the job done, you know what I mean? Like, he's uh, not afraid to uh, tuck the ball and run. Uh, he does have a, a cannon. You know, I know that his accuracy has gotten a little bit better than what it was. Um, so, yeah, that, they're another interesting team. I think their defense is playing a lot better than people thought they were. Um, 
the veteran John Brown receiver who's uh, done really good for them so far. So yeah, they're another uh, one of the the teams to watch out for possibly. And uh, I I do think it's possible the Bills do do go ten and six. I'm gonna leave that one alone. I'll let you I'll let you make that decision. <laughs> I think it's very possible. I, obviously, I think that they lose. Um, the, the two times that they play the Patriots and I, I think they drop four additional games but uh I you know they they meet the Jets again uh we got the Bengals next week uh you know we got the Dolphins two times uh so I I think it's possible we go 10 and six I hope we go 10 and six well yeah I mean uh, I don't see why it's definitely not possible it's definitely possible but we um, saw them uh, handle the Giants uh you know 28 14 and it just the Giants are another one. Uh, today we get the announcement that um, Eli Man, the Eli Manning era, is uh, seemingly uh, all wrapped up in uh, in the Meadowlands. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, uh, I didn't think it was going to happen this quickly because I thought they, you know, that they've really been on Eli's side through all this. Um, but you know, I, I you got to make that move at some point. So eli wasn't helping them so they made that decision i mean i think they're everyone's eager to see what daniel jones can do he looked uh, really good in the preseason um it just you know it's 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 tough just like in, like being a steelers fan with ben like going on now everyone's like oh he's gonna retire he's gonna retire it's like you know these guys that who have been with your program for so long and have done so good i mean eli he's had a rough couple of years but you know he's a two-time super bowl champion it's They've had their their great runs with him, and and if you're a Giants fan, you're used to seeing him uh, under center all those years. So it's it's just a weird feeling, uh, not knowing that uh, he's your he's your starting quarterback anymore. But it, it happens to every team. So yeah, it just it, happened to have come sooner rather than later for the Giants. Exactly. Yeah, I thought you know I kind of thought they would give him a couple more weeks, but you know I guess you got to go with the you drafted Jones so high and. And I get they're they're ready to go on with themselves. So. And uh, another AFC matchup. Obviously, we had mentioned this: uh, the Patriots blowing out, skunking the uh, Dolphins, forty-three to zero. Not much to really cover there. It was just complete and utter, uh, you know, uh, decimation by uh, Tom Brady, Brady and Co. Yeah, you know what? I think the Patriots have a potential to go the first three weeks without allowing a touchdown. They didn't allow one to the Steelers, sadly, which makes me want to cry. Uh, they didn't allow any points to Miami, and then they played the Jets this week. Uh, I can picture them completely shutting out the Jets as well. Um, so they might go three weeks. That's my biggest thing that I feel like doesn't get talked about with them lately um, is because of Brady and the Antonio Brown stuff is just how good their defense is. Like, yeah, Brady's out there putting up 43 points like with the with the guys but well, when you're shutting them down and yeah. and you got back-to-back weeks where you haven't allowed the opposing team to to score any points is pretty uh well yeah i mean to score a touchdown i mean yeah yeah to score a touchdown score. rather um it's impressive i mean like i said any team even if the dolphins don't win the games i mean still an nfl football team it's tough to keep any team even out of field goal range so uh that they're gonna be, they're they're tough, man. Even if they do lose Antonio, they're obviously gonna be probably contending for the AFC title. Um, you know, my biggest takeaways are like teams this year that are really impressing me. Obviously, the Patriots look amazing, but uh, the Ravens look really good. I mean, they kind of folded a little bit at the end of that Arizona game, so I want to see what comes out with that. They have a huge matchup with another team I think is really great this week is with Kansas City. That Kansas City Baltimore game should be huge. You got two Heisman winning uh, quarterbacks, young quarterbacks with high powered offenses going after each other. Um, so that should that should be a really great game. And they uh, obviously the Ravens did end up uh, escaping with the six point uh, victory, twenty three seventeen against the Cardinals, and then of course the Chiefs, uh, you know, doing the uh, doing the damage to the uh, to the Raiders, twenty eight ten. Sorry to interrupt you, but uh, the other team uh, that's impressed me, uh, somebody I wanted to talk about a little bit was uh, the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Is it? Oh, of course. I mean, Cowboys fans are are finally very, very happy. So it seems. Well, you know they they have drafted really, really well. As much as I hate Jerry Jones, uh, they've made some good decisions when it comes to drafting, um, defensively, offensively. That you know the Amari Cooper trade looks a little bit better. Um, He's he's been a, a stud. 
Um, obviously, uh, shitbag uh, Zeke Elliott is, a, is <laughs> one of the best quarter running backs in football. But the one who impresses me, and, and someone I, you know what, not that I disliked him, uh, is Dak Prescott. I liked Dak Prescott. I just didn't think he was that great of a quarterback. But this year, he's um, he just looks like a man possessed. I don't know if it's because he's going for that. Uh, he wants that. He wants that money, and money, money uh, motivates. Well, Big Daddy uh, Jerry Jones, that's what he's got. He's got the money. So, um, you know, he just looks good, and, and they look like they could be uh, a contender possibly in the NFC. There's a lot of teams that, you know, even like the Eagles, I, I like the way the Eagles are playing. I know that they just dropped a game the other night, but, um, you know, a lot can happen it's still early in the season. But those, you know, Green Bay was didn't look so good, but all of a sudden they're 2-0 and and uh, – beating Minnesota, who looked so tough in week one. Um, it's going to be an interesting year, to say the least. Obviously, we know, uh, you know, Roethlisberger out for the year, so we got Mason Rudolph from Oklahoma State stepping up, who was a rookie last year we took. Uh, eager to see what happens with him, obviously, since I'm a Steelers fan. Eager to see how uh, New Orleans does with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm for a couple weeks. Um, it's just going to be, yeah, really interesting, really interesting. And, uh, we know Jalen Ramsey from uh, the Jaguars is requesting a trade, so we're hearing a lot of rumors about where he could go. I, I've heard uh, Seattle could be a front runner, or the Eagles. Whoever grabs him, though, is obviously going to have to put up a big, big, uh, you know, side of the end, side for them. They're going to have to put up at least a first round this year, and and maybe some other multiple picks. So. Now, where do you stand with these players? Um, you know, obviously. When you have uh, starts uh, like the Jaguars do, obviously losing Nick Foles in week one was huge. Um, uh, breaking his clavicle and ending up, uh, you know, uh, he's he's done for the season. Um, you know, what's your thoughts on these players with this, uh, this NBA type men- mentality of trade me now because I want to be on a winning team type thing? Uh, where do you stand with that kind of that mindset, uh, seemingly uh, infiltrating the NFL a little bit more this season? Uh, I mean, I personally hate it. I hate the ego and that kind of stuff. I, I don't like the way stuff goes down in the NBA, and I don't like obviously the ego and uh, the NFL with stuff like that. I mean, I guess I see it from a couple perspectives. I I see where Jalen Ramsey, I guess, is coming from. He wants to be on a winning team, but you know, part of me wants to say, well, why don't you stay there and. and is um try to talk to you know is knows? is he a captain or no? I'd imagine I don't know actually, but he's probably not. But regardless, if it, okay, let's say he's not. Doesn't it mean if you want to win, doesn't it doesn't you, your moral uh, standings as a as a man and an NFL player mean more if you say? Listen, I'm going to take the bull by the horns. I want to win. I'm going to start amping this locker room up. I'm going to start uh, being a leader in the locker room, and it starts here. It, it seems very selfish and very um, unsportsmanlike to just go demand a trade because your team opens up with uh, an o and two, and you immediately want off, and you you have no you know fight. And you're just, I want it to be put on a winning team. Well, how about if you're not a captain, you you go earn that C that gets put on your embroidered on your jersey every week and and you go out there and you be a leader and you get the job done and you go through the struggles of getting your team into that winning position you know go motivate your quarterback and and talk with him and and talk about how you want to win don't request a trade and just say you want to f and win yeah i mean i agree with you obviously um sometimes it is out of the player's hands he's not gonna like does jalen ramsey have enough uh like, can he, you know, do, can he change the program's mindset? I mean, they did go out and get Nick Foles, obviously. Like, they, they it's not like they're. They, yeah, it's not like they're the Dolphins. Yeah, well, you know, the Dolphins went out and got Josh Rose, and they, they, they were trying. But, it's, yeah, I mean, Nick Foles just had a freak accident. He's out for the year. If he was in, like, who knows what would have happened? You know what I mean? It's like, uh. I, I mean, put it, uh, you, you know, the, uh, I, I, I would if I'm playing uh, in that division, I'm fearing a Nick Foles running a Jacksonville Jaguars team. Like I'm not taking them lightly at all, you know. Uh, but now with him out, I mean, th- they will get overlooked. Um, 
you know, because you have someone who is a Super Bowl winning quarterback not not playing now for the entire season. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I think, uh, I don't know, it's just, the way the politics and, and stuff like that in sports with the players and, and uh, how... You know, like they kind of like look, like look what Le'Veon did, where he, you know, he decided he wanted that contract, and he just said, you know what, I'm not gonna play. <laughs> I'm just not yeah. gonna play. Uh, you saw Zeke do the same thing, uh, and he would have not played. Melvin Gordon currently out right now. He's not, you know, him and the Chargers. I don't think have talked at all. Um, so, do I like that in the NFL? No, I don't. I don't like. Uh, like, look at Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, Week one, they get blown out uh, by the Ravens, and then he requests a trade, and within, uh, you know, a week, a little over a week, he's he's traded. Jalen Ramsey says he wants to be traded, and he'll probably be traded, you know, the same time, about a week, if not that. It's just, you know, I understand it from a player's perspective, I guess. You, you want to go to your best your best places uh, to be u- to utilized correctly. I mean, I guess Jalen Ramsey did get into it with the uh, – with Doug Marone, their coach, and, and he felt like he wasn't being used properly. So I guess, you know, if you feel like you're not being used properly, then I can understand that. But I also see it from, you know, a fan's perspective where, you know, if you're a Jaguars fan, like, it's ludicrous. You know what I mean? Just like the same way I felt about Le'Veon, which I do think what Le'Veon did was, was you know, bullshit. But and, uh, I think it's a slippery slope. And, and I'd hate to see the NBA – or I'd hate to see the NFL get more like – how stuff is done in the NBA. You know what I mean? I mean, I will, uh, I stand by my comments about, um, Jalen Ramsey, but I will say I can kind of sympathize with him because the last person I would want to play for is Doug Marone. He's a snake. I love Doug Marone. I'm not going to say anything bad about him, but I understand being a Buffalo Bills fan, why you would say that, but I'm also, you know, I'm a big Syracuse fan and he made us somewhat relevant again. So, (laughs) And then he left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so uh, moving on to uh, week three, let's go through our predictions here for week three. We have a Thursday night game, the Titans, and the uh, the team that has been on the on our tongues the last few moments, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who are you taking with the 1-1 one one Titans and the 0-2 Jaguars? Oh, well, you know, I'm going to go with the Titans on this one. I still think that they're just going to – I just don't think the Jaguars are going to be able to do enough offensively to get it get the job done. This game, like I said, I do I, I do the with the spreads. It's it's really close. I think it's a one and a half or a two point spread. So towards the Jaguars, or I mean towards the Titans. I'm sorry. I think uh, I think the Titans get it done. I, I think uh, like I said, I just don't picture um, Jacksonville's offense to uh, be able to to do anything i'm gonna agree with you with that one and uh this uh this game obviously uh seems like an easy one to to judge as well but who knows uh i'm interested to see uh who you're siding with on this one the bills and the Bengals. i'm gonna go with the bills man i think the Bengals are kind of a train wreck i, I think uh, the bills keep them i think the defense is what does it for me i think the bills keep them in it because of their defense and i think uh I think the Bills win in, in, in a close game. I don't think it's a blowout by any means, but I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills on that one. Uh, in the immortal words of Steven Tyler, the train kept it rolling all night long. I think we're going 3-0, and and the Bills are going to open it with 3-0 uh, and before the complete and utter decimation uh, next week uh, against the Patriots. Um, you know, while we're still talking about it, because, uh, you know, we obviously want to, I want to focus on the bills as much as possible. You want to focus on the Steelers, but in your eyes, if, if the Patriots come out and the Patriots, uh, you know, hand the, hand the jets their, their ass as, as they 100% will, um, and the bills come out and let's say the bills don't even win against the Patriots, but make it really competitive against them. Uh, how's that? Uh, does that boost? Uh, cause uh, not for nothing. I, I know the bills haven't looked, didn't look great game one and they looked pretty damn good in game two, but 
all the power rankings I see for the NFL, the Bills don't even crack the top 10 of power rankings. I mean, do you think they should crack the top 10? I mean, the Browns were on there, and uh, but the Bills aren't. I mean, the Bills are 2-0, and and the Browns are just became 1-1. One and one. Well, most of those power rankings are all hype anyway, but I mean... Do you think that the Bills are in the top 10 in the NFL right now? They're, I mean, time will tell, but I think if we're going by a week-to-week basis, should the 2-0 and teams not, should all the 2-0 and teams be on the, the power ranking, the top 10 power rankings? I mean, I don't know. I guess if they're going by strength of schedule, I mean, who knows? I mean, probably you're right, but I'm sure the, I don't know who picks those power rankings anyway. They're all kind of a crock of shit, but. That's true. Uh, but um, the Dolphins at Cowboys, uh, I'm sure you're going with the Cowboys as I am. Yeah, that's it. You know what? That game actually has the biggest spread of the week. Uh, it's like 21 points or something. That's crazy. I, but, I bet. But, uh, I, yeah, obviously the Cowboys win. Do they win by the spread? I, I, I want to say they do. Cause, but, man, beating anybody by like 21 points is, is never easy. So, um but yeah, definitely the Cowboys take that victory. And uh, Broncos, uh, Broncos, uh, Packers. Uh, you know what? I think this game is a good one. I think the, uh, but I, you know, Green Bay, I think wins just off a of pier. They have Aaron Rodgers. I think both defenses are, are good. The Packers being a little bit better than uh, people thought they were going to be, and the Broncos defense being their only strong suit. Really, um, I'm going to go definitely Packers in that one. Same as well. And the uh, the next game I actually think is probably going to be the most exciting game as far as uh, turnout, the Falcons and the Colts, both one and one. That's another tough one. But I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to be like every other idiot who picks uh, Atlanta. I'm going to stick with Atlanta. I think they they get the job done. They, they're carrying on that momentum from the end of the Eagles, the recent Eagles game they had, and uh, they win. I'm going to go with the Colts. I like it. Uh, just to play devil's advocate, uh, and uh, Chiefs and uh, Chiefs and Ravens, two uh, two and O teams. Uh, someone's getting uh, someone's getting their first loss of the season. Is it going to be the Chiefs or is it going to be the Ravens? It's a tough call for me, of course. I think uh, because both offenses are highly powered, both defenses. You know, I don't know. I think the Ravens might have the better defense. To be honest with you. Man, it's just tough, but I'm just, you know what, I'm going to roll with Pat Mahomes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with the Chiefs on this one. Yeah, it's hard not to go with uh, him and the Chiefs. The Chiefs have a, a great squad, of course, yet again. I'm um, going with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs as well. But it should be fun to watch. I know that one. Oh, regardless, I, I think it's going to be a great game. I hope it's a great game. Yeah. Uh, Raiders-Vikings. Uh, I think the Vikings, for sure, their defense is solid. They have, you know, I don't know, they had a little bit of a hiccup this last week. The Raiders are, at least last week, was turning out, looked to be the team everyone thought they were going to be. I'm going to go with the, I think the Vikings roll on that one. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings, too. Um, but I do think that that could go either way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just think it's. In, I think it's in Minnesota. It is. It's in Minnesota. I, it's gonna be the Raiders. I, 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 you know what? I've never been sold on Derek Carr. I don't think he's that good. And uh, I, yeah, the Vikings take it. Uh, Jets and Patriots. Uh, we can move on. Um, yeah, there's no need. No uh, need. Um, <laughs> Lions. Uh, Lions. Eagles. Uh, it's another good one. You know, I always like Stafford, but I think the Eagles want to come out and really prove a point in this game, and I think they roll. Uh, they take down Detroit. Where is that game, actually? Uh, I believe that is in Philly. Yeah, they definitely... Philly didn't take them down. I'll agree with that one as well. Panthers-Cardinals. This one was a tough one for me to pick on my pick em, but um, you know what? I think the Cardinals actually are going to... They're going to get their first victory. I think uh, I don't think the Panthers have been playing that great. I'm reading Cam Newton is actually... Out. Uh, yeah, he could be out for the game, so I think Kyler Murray uh, finds his uh, rhythm, and then they get the victory. And uh, I'm going to agree with that as well. I think, uh, especially if there is no Cam Newton, not that he's helping them much uh, these past two games, um, but yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals as well. Uh, do the do the Giants bounce back from their 0-2 start against the Bucks or no? 
Daniel Jones starting his first game. The Bucks defense looked, I mean, I don't know if they're going to carry that same momentum, but they looked like a team possessed against uh, this past Thursday. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers, honestly. I, I don't think the Giants, I just don't think they can do it. I'm going to go with the Bucks as well because there is only one New York team, and it is not the Jets who will be losing against the Patriots, and it will not be the Giants against the Buccaneers. So, uh, Texans-Chargers. This is a fun game as well. Both teams I really like, and, uh, you know, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with the Texans, I think. I, I like uh, – I like their. I like Deshaun. I think he's a he's nasty. I, I mean, I, I do like Phil Rivers. I think the offense, they're they're kind of evenly matched in my eyes a little bit. I think they have very similar teams. I think uh, I just think the Texans take them down. Uh, I agree as well. I I don't think the Chargers are gonna get it done. Uh, I think uh, Philip Rivers, uh, as much as I think he could play another three years, I think his time as a quarterback is winding down as well. Yeah, I mean, he still plays at a high high level. I mean, I, I feel bad for that guy, obviously. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's been given the, the greatest teams over the years, and I think he has, he is a tremendous quarterback. Um, he's always been a fighter. You know, he had a great tight end for a lot of years, but other than that, I mean, they just really – they didn't have – he didn't have as many weapons, and uh, defensively they weren't always the greatest. So, so uh, the, the uh, 0-2 – Steel Town, Pittsburgh Steelers against Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers and a two and zero and a zero and two. The Steelers getting their first victory, or uh, is it another uh, doomed Sunday for? Uh... Yeah, I, it's, you know, it's, it's in San Fran, so. San Fran. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to pick against my team. I think the Steelers actually come on and surprise everyone. I think. They, they kind of run a game plan that's really good for Mason Rudolph. I think the defense is hyped up to prove a point. Um, I take the Steelers in a close one. Like, uh, you know, both teams don't score over 21 points, I don't think. But I take the Steelers. Uh, this one was actually difficult for me. Um, part of me wants to, uh, to say that... Uh, Oh, Rudy Rudolph's going to have a, a great, uh, you know, a decent outing. And I think he will. But um, I do think the uh, 49ers uh, rack up their third uh, their third uh, win and unfortunately hand the Steelers uh, another loss. But I, I think that I do think, and, and we talked about this earlier off, Mike, um, via text, uh, I do, uh, I am rooting for the Steelers. I hope they uh, bounce back and, and put together uh, a series of wins. Yeah, man, I mean, I think, you know, everyone reads all these situations and things that happen, like, and the media rolls with things, like, being a Steelers fan, and obviously, uh, you know, I felt like Ben, the first two games, didn't always, he didn't really look the greatest, uh, he's done a lot for our franchise, uh, going down, do I think he's going to retire? No, I don't, I think he'd definitely be back, um, and I think us trading for Minka Fitzpatrick with getting rid of a number one overall pick, people are very upset about it. I understand there's a lot to give up, but in my eyes, they weren't going to draft a quarterback in the first round anyway. It just wasn't. They were not going to do it. I think they trust Mason Rudolph. I think they were going to roll with him. Even if Mason Rudolph comes out and, you know, he's awful, I still think, just because I feel like I know the organization a bit, that they, they would roll with him. Um, so if you were going to draft, you know, a safety or some sort of other player anyway, why not, you know, use that pick on somebody you know is, is already like a beast. Right. Um, obviously, the Steelers, when he came out last year, they, they I'm sure they met with him and they knew like how great of a player it was, but he, he was, but he, he went 11th overall to, uh, you know, to the Dolphins. So I think uh, I trust the team and I think that they'll, uh, you know, they know what they're doing. So Saints, yeah. uh, Saints Seahawks well, with Drew Brees uh, out for six weeks. Uh did the Seahawks roll or what? You know what? I, I think um, I hate I hate the Seahawks. They make me very angry that they beat us and there was stupid Pete Carroll's being all cocky his old ass on the sideline it pisses me off. But um, <laughs> I think uh, you know what? I actually think the Saints win this game. I know people nobody is going to say, "Well, the Seahawks are two and zero and they're rolling." I think Teddy Bridgewater does enough 
They have the weapons. I think they beat the Seahawks. I really do. I'm going uh, Saints as well. And like uh, Rams, <laughs> Rams, Browns. Um, you know, it. Uh, I, I mean, I still haven't bought into the Browns being this. Uh, big playoff contender that you know a lot of Browns fans and a lot of uh people that uh, you know put these guys in their power rankings um I see the Rams uh handedly uh taking this uh how about you I do yeah I mean personally I think I I mean I could eat my words on this but I think the Browns just are not that good I really don't I thought that game even last night I mean it may have, the score may have looked good but they played the, the Jets and they I don't think they didn't even look that good they don't I don't think Baker Mayfield was showing the promise that he show, apparently showed last year. The, his balls, when they're coming out, don't look as good. They have the most arrogant, arrogant son of a bitch on their team named Odell Beckham, who I just, man, I could not like, despise. I couldn't believe the glorification of a, just a one-handed catch. You would have thought he, he brought them to the to the, yeah, to the, I mean. to the, to the, to uh, the, to the Super Bowl. I, I, I. I thought I didn't even watch the game last night. I didn't. I you would have thought that they it was a it was a nail biter and they th- Baker Mayfield threw the most amazing hail mary pass and and they were celebrating and I was just like it was. I I didn't see what the all the all the glamorization over it was. Well, that's what they do. They glamorize. I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy is a tremendous athlete, and he's a tremendous wide receiver. He's just an awful human being. I think anything he's done that is good is only to to show people that he's not a scumbag, but he is a truly a huge, huge scumbag. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Don't get me, go, don't I, get me going. I'm I love it. I love it. I, I despise him. Ew. Wearing $2 million watches on the field. Just get out of here. And then making statements like, oh, if it was a $50 watch, you wouldn't say anything. No, it's because you're an arrogant asshole out there rocking a Kiefer Sutherland friggin' Lost Boys friggin' chain <laughs> earring during the game. It's like, what are you doing? He had a, yeah, he had a catch. He ran 80 yards, and, and he scored uh, Whatever. I mean, they, they. I don't think they look good. I, I hope the Rams destroy them. I'm so sick of hearing about the Browns preseason, the Las Vegas odds to win the Super Bowl. Come on. Let's just get real. Did, did Odell, did, was he bringing the Giants to the Super Bowls? No, they have the most overrated other overrated wide receiver in, in Jarvis Landry. Who I mean, come on, the whole team. Duh. Yeah, even oh. though they probably they'll probably beat the Steelers this year, but I'm very angry with the Browns. I hate them. I would be very shocked uh, to hear anybody say that the Browns are going to take out the Rams. I just don't see in any football world this season where that happens. I don't see it happening. I mean, I think I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I don't think, and I don't think it's because I think the I think the Browns have a somewhat good defense, but they're. I just think the Rams' defense is as much as better, and they're going to roll. Uh, hopefully, right over them. I, I can't. T- I can't take the Browns. <laughs> and our uh, our Monday night game, the uh, Sh- the Chicago Bears and the Washington Redskins. Uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go Bears. I think the Bears. Uh, I think the Bears take this one. Yeah, this game is is really tough for me to decide as well, just because um, the Bears just look. Their defense is, is obviously amazing, but um, their offense, like Trubisky, just does not look good. Um, and the Redskins, you know, even though they're zero and two, they they're not an awful team. They just, you know, the, uh, they have some question marks, and their defense is better than people give them credit for. But based off of the Bears just having the more dominant defense, I'm going to go out with the Bears as well. And uh, that is our week uh, three predictions. Uh, so, I, you know, the, the NFL is just so, uh, it, it's such a monster and it's so exciting every week. It's, there's just, there you know, the more I think about it, as much as I, you know, you know where I stand being an NBA fan. Um, but you know the NBA season and you know the MLB season; those seasons are long. With uh, the NFL, it's 16 short weeks, and then you're in uh, you know you're in uh, playoff mode after you know the 17th week. Uh, you know after you know everyone has their buys. 17 17 weeks of gameplay, and then we're in the playoffs. Uh, it's a uh, 
there's truly n- no other time that's uh, more exciting in in all sports. Yeah, I mean, NFL obviously is is by far my favorite sport, and uh, yeah, they got the seasons down right. Um, it's just a perfect length of time, best time of the year. Um, Seventeen weeks of football, and then the playoffs after that. Maybe they could cut uh, the preseason a little bit shorter, but uh, definitely the most perfect uh, season of of all the sports. So, by by far. Uh, so, uh, if you had to uh, for. Uh, Week two, if you had to give uh, any uh, team a uh, tip of the cap or, uh, you know, say was the uh, the team of the week, uh, who would you say is the, the team of the week for uh, week two? You mean other than the Patriots? Yes, of course. Uh, I mean, the Patriots, I mean, of course, like the Patriots, like, I feel like there always needs to be a caveat with the Patriots. Uh, there always needs to be an asterisk next to uh, the team that we're, we're going to choose because week in, week out, we know the Patriots would probably take it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I definitely will have been surprised with the Colts, like, taking down. And I know Tennessee's not, like, a powerhouse by any means, but just with Andrew Luck all of a sudden retiring, I thought that was, like, a big thing. And, and uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett, I, I wish nothing him. You know, I wish him nothing but the best. I think he seems... Seems like he knows what he's doing there. I think that was a big win for them. It was in their conference. Um, so they're one of them. And I think, uh, you know, even though that they haven't won a game, I think uh, the Cardinals with Kyler Murray showing that, you know, he he's could be something special in years to come if he keeps going. And, uh, you know, the Ravens, obviously, as sad as that is, looks to be rolling as well. So those are like the big uh, the big ones for me. Um, you know, uh, you, you gotta say the, the Cowboys just because, uh, you know, they've just, uh, they've really seemed like they're out to prove something. I, I am, uh, I guess I'm not totally in shock with the 49ers, but it is, uh, it's interesting to see them come together and, and you know, you know, Garoppolo is, uh, you know, uh, there and healthy and, uh, it's interesting to see them. So I would definitely give those two teams the kip, the tip of the hat. Um, but I, I, you know, being a, a Buffalo bills fan, of course, I got to mention the Buffalo bills, uh, starting a two and O, uh, no matter who, uh, you're going against is, uh, a good way to start, especially for a team that, you know, people often, uh, write off before the fifth week even comes around. Uh, and usually, uh, the Buffalo bills, the last few years of, uh, have uh, been uh, unorganized, uh, you know, at best. So uh, to see that, you know, we potentially have a, a real deal starting long-term quarterback is exciting, and uh, I hope they continue. Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it. I mean, obviously the Bills can be mentioned 2-0 and and possibly going in 3-0, and the 49ers are another, you know, uh, I've always kind of rooted, not rooted for, but, uh, you know, the 49ers have always been a cool team that I thought, and it's cool to see them back kind of on top, obviously, since when, when we were when we were younger, and the Joe Montana and the Steve Young, they had Jerry Rice had such good teams, and uh, they kind of haven't really almost been relevant, you know, they had a Super Bowl with, with Cap, um, Kaepernick, uh, but it's cool to see them back uh, kind of showing signs of life. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of uh, Kaepernick, really quick, uh, before we close this out, I just got an update on my phone from Stephen A. Smith saying, should the Steelers sign Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> Interesting. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if if they feel like he could make the team better um, and they could get it for some sort of good deal, I guess. I mean, it was, it's going to cause a media frenzy. But, uh, you know, team signed including the Steelers, signed Mike Vick after all his stuff. and It's not like uh, what Kaepernick did was anything like uh, what Mike Vick did. But That's very true. So, yeah. So, uh, we... I don't, think that, just, I don't think they'll do it, obviously. But. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a, a stretch at best, but uh, we shall see. Uh, perhaps he ends up on the Jets. Um, <laughs> so, uh... You know, we shall be back and we will go, we will review uh, week three and uh, give our uh, predictions for uh, week four uh, when you hear this podcast um, in the next few days, um, probably uh, after the Monday night game. So uh, thank you. We've got some exciting 
wrestling stuff coming up that we'll be talking about. Oh, yes. Uh, the next episode, we will definitely be diving into uh, a lot of wrestling talk. Uh, there's obviously an, enough going on between uh, AEW and uh, WWE for us to dive into. And uh, I think next episode, we'll start with that, and then we'll jump into the NFL. Uh, how's that sound? Sounds wonderful. Perfect. Uh, this has been the Babbleheads podcast, and we both thank you for stopping by, listening, downloading. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to uh, your podcasts. And you can uh, let people know that you're listening to this. If you're listening to this uh, and you have friends that like sports and or wrestling, let them know about our podcast and uh, get us some uh, some plays, some downloads, some streams. Uh, greatly appreciated. You can find us on uh, Babbleheads Podcast on Instagram and Twitter as well. And uh, we shall uh, see you in uh, five, six uh, short days for uh, week three predictions. and Or week four predictions and uh, week three pre- uh, reviews and... Uh, and a lot of wrestling talk, uh, of course, naturally. So uh, thanks for uh, stopping by and uh, spending a little time with the Babbleheads podcast.